Hey, hey, welcome to the show. It's Paul Francis here on this episode of Spirit Quest, The Journey of Life. Welcome to the show and welcome to this beautiful, well, I don't know what it's like where you are in the world, but here in the UK, it's uh, let's have a look, 11 hey, 1101 p.m. It's a very chilly uh, one and a half to two degrees, uh, freezing to be honest, uh, but it's beautiful outside. There is a blanket of stars that are just streaking across the sky. And I went outside just to get some air before uh, the show started. And I thought, oh my goodness, I could literally stay there and just look at the sky. I am such a stargazer. I'm such a geek in that area when I'm um, literally just checking out. I'm gonna bring up the microphone just a smidge there on the mixing desk because I feel like I'm a little bit quiet tonight. But anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, tonight, well, as always, we're coming to you from the ph phenomenon that is United Public Radio Network, and we're coming to you live on 105.3 and 107.7, live from the beautiful New Orleans. So you're listening to us tonight on FM Radio. I hope that you're having a fantastic afternoon over there in the beautiful United States. And do make sure that you come in and join us here live on our chat room. Send us in some emails. You can email me directly on Paul at paulfrancis111.com. So one more time, paul at paulfrancis111.com. You can also come and join us again next Monday night. That's Monday the 23rd. And we will be live here at 8 p.m. UK time. That's GMT. Right after that, you can also join us. Well, actually, not at that. At the same time, you can join us at 3 p.m. Eastern time where we will be live and in your face and that is called the show reach across where i do live chats with our audience and real live uh readings for the audience in real time so the feedback so far has just been uh, just amazing absolutely amazing and i'm so happy that you guys are getting it right after this show tonight though make sure that you hang around because the outer realm will be followed right after and that's hosted by the, the, the beautiful Michelle de Rocher and Amelia Passano, two great friends of mine, and who will be literally here right after the show. So let's have a look at who's in the chat room already. We've got Jules from Somerset. Jules, welcome to the show. Lovely to see you. Uh, we've got Lynn. Good evening, Lynn. We've got Aline Backman. Aline, Aline, lovely to see you. Eva, wonderful to see Eva. Patty, good to see you, Patty. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce your name. I'm just going to call you Sunday. Sunday, welcome to the show. It's good to see you. Uh, oh no, it's actually it's it's one of those wonderful uh, morons who tend to come on the show and try to hit scalp and um, you know think that they're going to be able to take our shows. Uh, Julie Sharp has joined us as well. Lovely to see you. And let's have a look who's joining us on um, the chat room. Um. We've got the lovely Michelle de Rocher. She's in the in the chat room. They're chatting while she's sending me messages. And, and I'd love to hear from Michelle because she's an absolute sweetheart. And we've got, well, actually, everybody seems to be coming in to the main chat room tonight, which is great. Come and join us. Now, if you are speaking to me and you haven't actually signed up to the StreamYard or, or clicked OK to StreamYard, I'm just seeing you as facebook user so i really can't see your face i'd lovely to say sorry i'd love i can't see your face but i'd love to see who you are and see your name 
but as you come into the chat room it just says facebook user and i can't see who you are which is kind of like oh my goodness i'd love to see who you are so um while you're clicking in to say hi to me you should see something from Streamyard. click okay and you basically what it is is you're telling facebook that it's okay to talk through facebook to Streamyard. also if you're having a little bit of a trouble um, interacting with me on facebook now two shows in a row i've had um people saying to me hey listen paul we were in the middle of talking to you and all of a sudden facebook got a bit of a huff on and went boop can't talk to him anymore and it was saying i was selecting who i who i'm allowing and who i'm not allowing to talk to me that is not the truth it's not i have nothing to do with that i am not deselecting you from the chat room at all so please do not read or do not listen to what they're saying to you um basically if you're getting problems interacting with me on facebook then scoot across to youtube paul francis medium and you can interact with the show directly it's exactly the same format um but you won't have any grief from facebook okay so if you're having problems dealing with me um or interacting with me scoot across the face uh, to youtube and you'll be able to talk to me in there. So Eileen Blackman has said hi to Eva said hi to Patty Jennings have said hi to Mary. Welcome to the show. Good to see you. Marlene Bolton, welcome to the show. It's lovely to see you guys. So um welcome to Spirit Quest, the journey of black. Now come on. What is this all about? Hey, you say, what is he on? Hey, who's this Irish guy that's talking on talking the journey? What's that all about? Well, spirit quest think about that spiritual quest quest journey search it's all about that um and i guess you know it's the whole journey of life is as much as it is different for everybody it's also the same for everybody because we start off on the journey exactly the same way no matter who you are or where you're from and we end the journey exactly the same way no matter who you are or where you're from or your status in life we all start and end the same way tonight i want to focus though on the outer sorry i knew you said the outer realm which i will i will focus because when i finish the show i'll start watching them oh guess who's joining me in the show tonight my lovely pals faye and roger uh faye you in gaza and roger garza senior is in a house good evening mate guess who um i'm gonna assume that mate in the inverted brackets has got to be roger garza um, i hope it is lovely to see you buddy <laughs> as always and the beautiful Faye. how you um you bag yourself a beauty there Faye, my darling it is an absolute pleasure to see you and thank you for subscribing to my uh website by the way um Faye and all of the rest of you who have already subscribed thank you so much for subscribing it's a no fee thing to do go ahead zip across to my um website www.paulfrancis111.com and click on the subscriber and uh, just subscribe to my website you're just telling the website hey i'm subscribing you i'm supporting you and i'm here to look out for anything that's being released and anything new that you're releasing like coming up later this year is my new and latest book and that is walking with the light by paul francis me and this will be my sixth book um which i'm very 
I'm enjoying. I'm taking my time over this. I was really aiming to get it out um, for December, just gone. And the more I looked at the book, the more it looked unfinished to me. And this time I want to really kind of like step way back and do the job. I want to do the job. I want to do it right. And I want to do a book that is fulfilling, not only for you, but very much for me. Um, yes, sir, matey. Yes, ma'am. I am. It's uh, my dear friend, Roger Garza Sr. is um, in the room. It's weird that I can see his lovely wife, but I can't see you, Rog. So get your lovely wife to set you up properly. <laughs> Phil, hi. Finally stayed awake. Oh, dude, thank you so very much for staying awake. It's very kind of you to uh, take the time out of your life just to sit and yak away with to uh, a guy, an idiot like me. Hi, Paul. How are you? Um, from Charlotte Clark. Charlotte, it is a pleasure to see you. Thank you very much for being here. How do I join in? You're joining in because I can see you chatting. Um, however, if you uh, click on the link that says StreamYard, then I will an, or a live StreamYard to uh, use your name and your Facebook connections. It will come up on the chat room here, and I'll be able to see exactly who you are, and I'll be able to chat to you. Um, now, um, I can't get on to YouTube, says Roger. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, buddy. Uh, I can't understand why not, because it's kind of an open format, but it must be a, a little bit of a tech issue. Um, tonight's show, what did I want to do? I wanted to talk about connections and symbolizations. Now, I, I, that already sounds very technical, doesn't it? So connections, um, the connections you guys can make without the aid of a medium or psychic and the symbolization, symbolisms, which is a lot of how spirit and energies talk to me. But yes, they talk to me. Yes, I'm trained. And yes, I've been doing it for 30, 35 years. Um, but they also talk to you. And I have said this over and over and over and over. When you go over to the other side of life. When your time comes and the day comes when you gotta lay down the gauntlet and you are invited to the other side of life and you are um, integrated into that amazing place. You will you want to talk through a medium to your family or will you prefer to talk to them direct? Ninety nine point nine point nine point nine on infinity will want to talk direct. And you'd be very right to do so. Um, I've always stated through my many, many years of working as a professional medium, um, especially when I'm doing one-to-ones, I always say, listen, thank you for coming to me. Why do you think you need a reading? And then we establish that. And then uh, I open up the energy to the reading. And I always say to the person in front of me, hey, listen, I'm happy and very glad that you chose me to interact between you and your families and spirit. However, I really want to teach you how to make that interaction a little bit more conscientious, more focused, so that you can understand what how they're coming through. And in turn, you'll be able to make the, correct, the, the connections yourself. Um, they want to talk to you, you want to hear from them. So already 50% of the work is done. It's just how they talk to you. They don't always pop up and go, hey, hi. Guess what will happen then? You will pass out. Yeah. Um, someone has just texted me saying, are you seeing my texts, hon, with a kiss? I don't know. I'm seeing, well, I've, I've just read that back to you. Who is it? Are you seeing my texts, hon? 
I don't know who that is. Trudy Hall has joined us. Trudy, my darling, how are you? Good to see you. Jan Makin has joined us. Jan, good evening. Welcome. It's lovely to see you. Thanks very much for being here. So what I want to do tonight is I want to talk to you guys. I don't want you guys to talk to me. If you're listening to me on FM tonight and you're listening to me on 105.3 or 107.7 FM coming to you live from beautiful New Orleans, then text in a message. You can text me a message on Facebook Messenger or you can send me in a text or you can email me and and put your questions in that way. The easiest way to get to talk to me is to come on to the show. Come on to Facebook, link onto my uh, profile on Facebook or go on to YouTube, link onto that profile and you can talk to me direct, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. It's Tess Miners. Hello Tess, my darling, how are you? How are you? Actually, that's funny you should come on tonight because I was only thinking about you yesterday. I was thinking about what I Tess is doing and I hadn't heard from you and lo and behold, you're here today. How amazing is that? Um, if you can, um, if I'm seeing you on my chat room here in the show as Facebook user. So, Lynn, if you'd be so kind, please, is to put up, up how everybody um, sorts out and uh, I'm able to see their name and little icon, little face icon. So you can tell them all how to do that. It's it's a link that goes through StreamYard. If you click on the Allow StreamYard to use your Facebook um, profile, then you'll be you'll come straight through here onto the show, and I'll see exactly who you are. But I want you guys to put uh, it's called an interactive show, so it has to be you talking to me and me talking to you. That's what interactive means, you know. Um, so best thing to do is um, put questions to me. I, I love questions because questions help everybody understand uh, the show. Everybody understand questions, and it helps me understand your personal needs your personal so what what do you want to hear um so you know just send me a message about um send me questions and about what we're talking about so the subject matter tonight is literally connections and symbolisms how you may already be making connections to your friends and family who have crossed over which is a, a great thing to do and of course what the symbolisms may well be the biggest symbolism that we tend to get is of course um feathers that's that's a that's a big one a lot of people tend uh, send me messages saying hey paul listen um i found feathers this morning uh, i find feathers and it's one thing finding feathers but it's more um finding them where they shouldn't be does that make sense to you so if you're like saying to me oh my god i find feathers and you're right beside a duck pond hello it's really a matter of figuring out um hey listen you know you're, you're going to find feathers by a duck pond you know as much as i really want it to be your family i do promise uh you're going to find feathers by a, by a duck pond that's going to happen so it's more of um being able to understand how they're connecting to you where they're connecting to you what they're using to connect to you and it isn't always necessarily things like feathers Maria Spagarfiari, she's joined us tonight. Christine Nolan has joined us. Christine, hi. And hello, Maria. Hello, my darling. Love to see you. Um, I once found a woodpecker feather on my kitchen table. Right? But you live in the countryside, Trude. You live around um, a lot of trees. You see my point? So my point being is 
I'm skeptical. I tell everybody to be skeptical. Excuse me a sec. Skepticism is good. Skepticism means that your feet is firmly on the ground, but you are open to the possibility of interaction or learning more. That's that's the way to be. Now, the reason um, I say be skeptical is because not only are you open to learning, but you are also feet on the ground um, about getting, you know, information that's not actually true. You know, I, I mean, I hate to say this, and I, I don't want to be um, disrespectful to anybody, but you have a lot of people who um, I've, I've seen these shows, you know, these so-called interactive um, ghost hunter shows where everything is a demon. <laughs> it isn't. Um, so we got somebody called Reading Teas. What a, what a, I bet that person um, sat down for a long, long, long time and thought about, what shall I call myself when I become a medium? Oh, I know. I'll call myself Reading Teas. Um, I have a message for you. Get a life. Uh, so Trudy on says all the doors and windows are closed. Okay, um, let's let's look at that. This, I'm going to use uh, Trudy as a as a concept here. See, I, I sort of I questioned her and she responded by saying, "No, no, no. I took I, I took I made a, a conscious effort to check. So that's a really good thing. So feathers where they shouldn't be, um, and you know, for example, say like like I said, if you find feathers in front of you. And you're walking along and you're very near duck pond the likelihood of that happening is very high however if you're walking down the corridor of your house and there's a feather sitting in the middle of the corridor right okay that shouldn't be there um that is a very good interactive you wake up and there's a feather on your bed or on on the side table by your bed something along those lines it's a really good indication that you're getting visited by a a spirit energy connected to you because it's a a form of welcoming the feather it's also the calling card of the angelic realm okay so it's really really quite cool christine nolan says hey paul i'm going to bring that up on the screen so everybody can see hey paul um a butterfly um is hanging around our home strange at this time of the yes it is christine it is strange for this time of the year uh, at my father's funeral a butterfly came into the church and was flying around his coffin how beautiful is that? Now, I would very, very happily suggest that that is a calling card. Okay, that is a... See, our spirit family and friends... I, first of all, let me just break it to you gently. They don't turn into feathers. They don't turn into butterflies. They don't turn into birds. I'm sad to break it to you, ladies, that you're not going to come back as a cat and have your tummy stroke. That's not going to happen, all right? But we can send our messengers and so... Our spirit family can send the messenger whichever messenger they think will really get your attention so in Christine Nolan's case a butterfly I remember doing a um, a read in my office one uh, one afternoon now um, I'm I'm very very meticulous in fact my my wife said to me recently she goes my god you are a creature of habit and I think that's okay. I think being a creature of habit is a good thing because you then don't forget stuff. So um, I always go into my office. I always set it up. I set up the room. I, I have music playing. I, I smudge the room prior to a read. 
I, I break down any any and all negative energy that may be there. I send it out to the light to be cleansed. I refill the room with positive energy. I burn candles and I burn incense sticks and I play music and I have the room set up. So I'm meticulous, very, very meticulous. Um, and you can tell by the reactions of people who come to me for readings, they always sit down and they go, oh my God, it is so, so relaxing here, so peaceful. And, and that's because you put the effort into it. However, I'm getting sort of get drawn to, away from my point. Mid-reading, I said to, I was chatting away to the lady, and out of nowhere, out of nowhere, this butterfly flew right from the corner of the office. This is a corner that had no windows, no doors, nothing. This this butterfly flew right to the corner, right from the corner, sorry, between the two of us, over to the window, and landed on the window, or the door, the window and the door. It made itself round the door and then flew outside and just flew around the garden for a little while. Now, I can tell you here and now that butterfly was not there when I was setting up and prepping for the um, the read. It didn't come in the door because I was in the office when the person arrived. Um, it didn't come in on the person because as she was taking up her coat and hanging it up and all that malarkey, I would have seen it. We would have seen it. However, here's the thing. And this is why I keep telling you and trying to teach you to be open to concepts and be open to how your friends and family want to connect to you because the lady only two weeks previous had had a blue butterfly tattooed on uh, on her hip and she said you couldn't know that and I said oh, well duh um, and the butterfly flew between us and, and she said that has to be a, a, a message from my dad I said I can guarantee you that is a message from your dad. And the great thing about it was, in my office, at that particular office, it will be in my, my offices again, but I don't have them open as yet. But um, I always filmed, I always um, filmed all the reads. They were all there for it. So if a client wanted a copy of the, the reading on video, on DVD, we could do that for them. And she said, is there any chance you filmed this? And I said, I said, I film every session can I have a copy of this? Yes, you can. You can most definitely have a copy of this. So it was then captured for all time for uh, a very visual message coming for this lady from her dad. It was amazing. Now, let's have a chat about, oh, Kate Hartson. Hartson. What people think? Um, Kate, welcome to the show. How wonderful to see you. The, the butterfly came over to my side and stayed at the window next to me. That's beautiful, Christine. Thanks very much for sharing that, my darling. I really appreciate that. Judy Sharp says, Paul, uh, photos falling down, being moved. Told my, um, told my children it's their dad telling them to stop stressing. Uh, I believe it. Do you know what, Julie? If you believe that that's right, then you are absolutely right. I'm, I'm not going to argue with you. Um... <laughs> way, 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 way back when I was, um, when I just finished training, in fact, and my career was really taken off as a professional psychic medium. Um, I had, <laughs> I had just got, got divorced. Now, the lady who I got divorced from is the mother of my um, my oldest two children and that we are still great friends to this day um, Sue is a, 
a wonderful friend of mine. I love her to bits. Uh, in fact, my kids call her Auntie Sue. So we are. We're, I want you to know that the connection between my ex-wife and I is very amicable. Very, we're very, very happy. So, but at that time, we'd just gotten divorced. So there's a little bit of, shall we say, lemon juice in the mix. Uh, <laughs> and I was sitting in my living room one afternoon, and her mom, who had passed only maybe a year previous, arrived in my living room and said, "Hey." I want you to tell Sue I'm watching over her. And I went, yeah, that's not going to happen. I can't stand the can. As I said, there was a bit of vinegar and a bit of lemon juice in the mix at that time. And uh, she went, no, I need you to tell her. And I went, it's not happening. So um, I lit, and I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, I don't tell lies. This is the, this is the truth that I'm sitting in front of you. Um, I started hearing I know song will get on your nerves, get on your nerves, get on your nerves. I know song that'll get on your nerves all day long. And I was thinking, did I just hear that? And it started again. I know song that'll get on your nerves, get on your nerves, get on your nerves. And this went over and over and over. And she said, I heard her say, and I can do this all day, every day, at all night through. And I went, okay, okay, all right. So I want you to try and think about this for a second, okay? You've got to sit down, pick up the telephone, phone your ex-wife, and tell her that her mother who's passed is in your living room. Ah, yeah, good luck with that one. So I picked up the phone and I said, hi, it's me. And she, her response was, what? <laughs> I said, okay, listen, this isn't a um, picnic for me either. However, I've got to, I got to, I got to say something to you. And she, so I, I told her, I said, you know, your mother's arrived in my room, in my living room. And she's telling me to tell you she's watching over you. Um, and she said to me, I don't think that's funny. And I said, do I sound like I'm laughing to you? And she said, I said, look. I'm, I'm going to just give you the information. Um, you, you can do what you want with it. You can take it on board. You can throw it out the window. You can shout and scream, jump up and down, and set the house on fire. I really don't care. I'm going to give you this information because she's singing this song to me, and it's getting on my nerves. And I'm going to give you the information, and you do with it what you want. However, she's telling me to say she's messed with the picture. So that's just, this is what... Um, spawned this memory when Julia said photo, photos are falling down so my ex-wife's mother said to say she's messed with the picture so I could hear Sue walk across her little her little house she had beautiful little house in a tiny little village called Pernuthnow in Cornwall beautiful house and I could hear her going across and next thing I heard <gasps> like that and I went are you okay and she said God and I said what and so on the side of her um, she had a sideboard that had loads of photographs on it pictures and the only picture that had been turned back to front was the picture of her mom so I said right I'm gonna leave you with this and she said thank you and I said it's okay it's, it's, it's fine we'll, I'll, I'll leave it with you for a day or two she's she's fine She's with this other gentleman. I described this gentleman, and she said, that's my dad. I'd never met her dad. Her dad had passed many, many years before. Sue and I never met. 
So I just want you to know that she's with with now obviously your dad. She's fine and she wants you to, to know that she's looking out for you, okay? And we finished the call off. And that was the last time there was any vinegar or lemon juice in our relationship. We've always been very, very happy and very very friendly since. But sometimes the reason I'm sharing that particular um that particular story with you is sometimes our friends and family will use different mediums to get through. And now when I say different mediums, I don't mean psychic mediums. They will use different ways of getting through to talk to us. It is really a concept of being open to how they're going to talk to us. Please don't shut your mind down and, and don't automatically just kind of flick it off water of a duck's back about how they're trying to talk to you. Yes, be skeptical. Yes, be open to um, information coming in from different sources. Um, let's have a look at symbolisms. Um, symbolisms are signs like you will see the same word over and over and over again, and or you'll see something that will happen at the same time every day. You know, one o'clock in the afternoon, one o'clock in the morning, three p.m. in the afternoon, three p.m. in the morning, things of that nature. Um, other symbolisms can be um things of, of of you know signs that you would remind you of a particular person like um, i'm just trying to like for example a particular tv show say i, I don't know whatever your favorite tv starskin hutch everybody knows that so you see starskin hutch and that reminds you of say your mom your dad whomever and you start seeing pictures of starskin hutch in magazines or you hear the music from starskin hutch on the radio different things of that nature um, these are different ways of how they will use symbolisms to get through to you to say, I am around you. And they can use those very, very easily, okay, because they can interact with technology very, very easily. So when you, on, on a particular day, when you get into your car and you open the car and you get into the car, you put the keys in the ignition and you turn on the car and the car radio comes on and on comes that song, boom. That song that connects you to your mom, your dad, your husband, your wife, your brother, your sister, whomever who's crossed over. It is not a coincidence. Alrighty? You had to be in that particular place at that particular time for that to happen. That is not a coincidence. You walk into a coffee shop, sit down, and in the background on comes that song. That's their way of trying to get a hold of you and say, hey, I'm here. I am a part of your life still. Okay. The bonds of love that we had all the way through our lives still connect us. Okay. Um, Christina says, uh, hey, Paul, I'm waking up at 540. Ooh, sorry to hear that. I'm waking up at 540 um, last week. And I'm waking up. I know exactly the time. Um, before I even look at the clock, this is really weird of me. But okay, now this is Paul with his feet firmly on the floor. Christine, we can train ourselves to have a clock, we can train ourselves to have an alarm system in our mind. Think back to um, the days when you were younger, or even now, for example, um, when you're getting ready, say, you say tomorrow that you're going on your uh, vacation. Um, you have to be at the airport at specific times. So you've got to get up at a specific time. 
so your mind is all set on um, right I, I've got to be up at 540 I really have to be up at 540 so you set your alarms yet without the alarm going off you wake up at 540 so we can actually set an alarm in with our own system that can happen so if you're waking up at 540 in the morning it could be just a habitual thing Okay, it doesn't necessarily have to be a spiritual thing. All right. Um, how you can test that is this. You could say, right, I understand you've been trying to get me up at 540. Okay. I want you to pick a, a different time and do it again. Okay. But a little bit more formal. In other words, a time when it's more suitable for you to get up or sometime in the afternoon when you're awake. Don't be afraid to test them. Don't be afraid to get involved. And don't be afraid to push the boundaries. You are not dishonoring those people who have crossed over. You're not doing, You're not dishonoring them if, in, in anything at all. If anything at all, you're doing the exact opposite because you're acknowledging them. You're acknowledging they're connecting to you. So that's what they're trying to do. They're trying their best to let you know they're around you. And you're acknowledging them by saying, well, okay, hey, tell you what, thanks very much um, about that uh, connection um, at 5.40 in the morning. I'd really like you to do it again, but so let's say, uh, you know, 6.57 is a little bit more closer to my getting up time, you know what I mean? Uh, let's try something along, <laughs> along those lines. Uh, but thank you, Christine, for sharing that. Um, sorry, hon, great chat earlier, start tomorrow. Um, take care, buddy. Uh, okay, my, my darling, lovely to see you. Thanks for stopping, stepping in tonight. You have a wonderful night's sleep and have a great day tomorrow, okay? Um, don't be afraid to test your friends and family on the other side of life. Um, all right, it's, it's, you're not dishonoring them at all. So symbolisms can come in many, many ways and many, many forms. Um, you can also have, that um, they can also connect to you via odors. Now, odors can well be, um, like for example, a cigar smell, you know, the smell of cigar smoke, the smell of pipe smoke. And it's very, very common to have the smell of baking or a smell of like something that you say, hey, say for example, your mom crossed over, but she was well known for a pot roast or well known for a stew of some kind. Excuse me, sorry for that. Um, then it's not very, it's, it's, sorry, it's not uncommon, it's very common for them to use that particular order to, to let you know they're around. I mean, it's uh, I mean, it's so, so, so common for them to use their favorite um, perfume as a calling card, and a dad using his favorite aftershave or, or cologne as the calling card as well. Hey, Patty Jennings, welcome to the show. Lovely to see you. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Um, Facebook user says, as soon as you said, uh, Turn on the car. My daughter started her vehicle. <laughs> wow, cool. Um, we're linking in. We're linking in. So, um, please put your questions to me. I'd love to hear from you. And I'm going to talk about subject matter, which of course tonight is connections and symbolism. So you're listening to me tonight on the United Public Radio Network, UPRN.com. And we are coming to you live on 105.3 and 107.7 FM from the beautiful New Orleans. Tina Hawkins is in the house. Tina, hi. I, I have absolutely no idea why that accent came out like that. I didn't realize that. 
Paddy Jennings says, hey, yeah, I had the smell of perfume last night. There you go, Paddy. They're trying to let you know they're around. So when you get that, Paddy, and everybody else who has those particular connections, don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Don't be embarrassed. Say, hey, wow, I've just picked up your smell. I've just picked up that, that scent. Hi, whomever you think that person is. Hi, let me know you're here. Oh, wow, you're here. Do something. Tap on the wall. You know, make a sound. Um, make any, you know, like in my ex-wives, affect a picture that that is connected to you. Her mother obviously turned around the picture that was of her on that whole sideboard. So don't be afraid to test them and say, hey, listen, do this. Alrighty? Now, not only do um, our friends and family who are in spirit I'll let you know they're around you, but so do our pets. Those beautiful furry friends of ours, our furry family who have crossed on ahead will also let you know that they're around. And guess what their calling card tends to be? Yeah, all of those wonderful hairs uh, that they left for you many, many moons whilst they were here and you had to hoover them all up. Well, you will find those particular hairs appearing on your bed, on your pillow, in your car, and so on and so forth. Yeah, so our furry friends will let us know that they're around as well. Um, a very common um, connection is the um, the indentation that they will leave. They'll leave an indentation on the bed, you know, where they maybe used to curl up and sleep, or uh, an indentation on a pillow. But they can let us know that they're around by doing that. They can also brush up against your leg like they used to. And you might look down and think, oh, that's just a memory. No, that's very likely them letting you know that they're around, okay? If it happens at night, which it, it does a lot, get out your camera, put it onto um, video, and bring the video down to the floor level to where they would be, and look out for orbs around that level. You know, and that's good. Uh, laughing my butt off, you're trying out uh, your Rhode Island accent. <laughs> um, and in pro pronounce your R's and and Tina <laughs> says, pronounce your R's, R's, right on, righty, alrighty then. That's my John Edward. Hey, hi. <laughs> Actually, I'm really terrible at doing. I I'm as bad as doing American accents as Roger is at doing Irish ones. So. <laughs> You ever heard Roger uh, Garza's Roger Garza's Hina doing an Irish accent? It starts off slightly Irish and ends up Scottish. He he kind of can't hold on to it. And he, oh, he ends up like that, and uh, that's Scottish. I'm, I'm, I'm Irish. I'm not Scottish. But actually, if I want to be pedantic and I want to be super technical, you could be right because at the end of the day, all Scottish were Irish. Uh, they emigrated from the top of Ireland across. And inhabited the top of England, which is Scotland. So actually, Scottish are really Irish. So yeah, if you want to be super technical about it, you're right. But we don't talk like that. I ain't well, no Scottish. I ain't. There's a massive difference in my accent. Mine is softer and far more easy to understand, and it doesn't scare you half as much. So Faye is laughing her head off. That's uh, my darling Faye Rogers, beautiful wife. <laughs> who happens to have connections to uh, Scotland anyway. So. 
don't pronounce your R's. Ah, that sounds like I'm in pain. Um, Scots are difficult to understand. If you want to, if you ever want to laugh, if you're having a, a bad day, um, your day's not going according to plan and things haven't happened the way you might want them to be, you need a bit of a cheering up. Go on to YouTube, okay? And type into YouTube Robin Williams, the great, late great Robin Williams. Just type in Robin Williams Golf, okay? So you got to type in Robin Williams and golf and then only click the one where it says full sequence okay the full video i promise you here now you won't be able to get to the end of it because your tears will be flowing it is the funniest funniest video ever robin williams is one of my heroes and so is the, as the great billy Connolly. they're both heroes of mine so trudy says all celtic as is correct and down here in the southwest of the uk in Cornwall, they are Celts, they are not English. In fact, I remember being in a pub near where Trudy lives and having a bit of a joke calling them English, in which case they nearly lost their mind and I nearly lost my life. Um, they do not like to be called English in Cornwall. <laughs> they are Celts. Uh, so anyway, moving on. Um, my pet is with me, says Patty. Um, I'm gonna bring Patty's up on the screen so everybody gets to see my pet is with me. All the time, I'm blessed to have her 18 years in life before she passed, and she she definitely will be Patty. She will be letting you know she's around, uh, brushing up against you, pushing doors open. Um, she will make indentations on the bed. You'll find different things from different places. It's just amazing how they can still interact with us and let us know that they are around. They can also affect our new pets. So, for an example, when my little boy. Brewster passed away. Um, Brewster was very finical. He was very sort of. He was a bit like me. He, he he did the same thing all the time. You know, one of his things was in the morning was he'd jump up in the bed, lick my ear till I woke up, and basically that was his his way of going. Dad, get up. Dad, get up, up, up. And he would pull on me until I woke up, and then he would jump down on the floor and he'd stand by the door as if to say, "Well, come on, okay." Um, and sadly, Brewster was hit by a car, and I lost him. Very, very young, but you know he was an amazing little dog. But Holly came into my life, and Holly, um, we had rescued, so she was very, very nervous and very, very scared and shaking all the time. And she'd like just wanted to be left alone in the corner of a room, and nobody talked to her, touch her. But first day that I got her, she was like that. The second day, she started to be a little bit more open. And she kept looking over at the corner, and I was okay. I, I was personally, I was thinking she's seeing one of my relatives, but the third day, she started jumping up on the bed, licking my ear, jumping down, and standing by the door. And I thought, hang on a second, that's exactly what Brewster did. So I think Brewster kind of helped to get Holly into my life. And then he kind of spoke to her in Doggy Ghost and said, do this. Okay, I need you to do this for me. And so she started doing that um, literally within three days. And you, If you think about that for a second, that's just not possible. I mean, I didn't teach her to do that. She, she came to me. Um, she, was, she had been beaten by whoever her previous owner was. Uh, she was frightened of men. 
she was shaking in the corner. You guys have all seen her now. She's solid as a rock. But within three days, she started doing exactly what Brewster used to do. And it was just mind-boggling. So I'm absolutely, totally in belief that our, our little furry friends in spirit can come back and not only affect us, but affect our new members to our family, i.e. our, you know, all the pets that have come into our lives. So the interaction um, is it's very very real um it's very real and, and don't you know disappoint it it's an amazing thing um and like our friends and family and spirit they don't want to see us alone either okay so my advice is don't as much as like for example patty there my darling who's she had her lovely doggy with her for 18 years um your little your, your beautiful furry pal won't want you to be alone so if a little pup or another little doggy say a rescue doggy shows itself in your life don't don't um, discount it because it could well be your little pal trying to make that happen alrighty here's my lovely sweetheart Ronnie Huff is in the house Ronnie how are you darling good to see you um I'm just sorry, I was reading here. Um, hi, my lovely friend. He and Oscar arrived landing here tomorrow. As always, we're, we're right. You were right. It took time, but at last we met Oscar. That's good to know. <laughs> um, it's good to see you guys. What a beautiful story, says Patty Jennings. Um, well, it's, it's a true story. So um, I believe in scenarios like this can only go to help. Okay. So come on, you guys. I'm doing all the talking here. Let's get some questions in. Now, truly said um, dreams. Okay, just have a quick drink here. So you think about it is, at this time of the year, we all put on the central heating because obviously it's very cold. Um, but the central heating messes with my sinuses, something chronic. So it sounds like I've got a cold. Um, but it also dries out the air, so you, you constantly have to replenish by drinking a lot. But so... Trudy says, dreams and question mark. Yes. Okay, let's, let's tackle that particular uh, genre of connection. First of all, there are two scenarios, okay? There are dreams and there are visitations, okay? Now, you can tell the difference and they're very, very, like, miles apart in difference, okay? Um, so... The difference, what what is a dream? Okay, basically, what a dream is is your conscious, your subconscious working together, and there your your conscious is um, kind of all of the information that you've intaken over that particular day, the day before, maybe the day before as well, and your subconscious is putting it all together and putting it into the, the, the sort of places in your brain where it's supposed to be stored. So, whilst it's doing that particular job, which is its job you can have little movies go off in your mind dreams they i i'm i'm not going to say they're not real i'm not going to say that that is not what i'm saying but i have a real problem in dream in dream interpretation i i i kind of think well if you look at it from a scientific point of view your conscious and your subconscious are, are putting stuff in place so it's not like a prediction. It's what you've been dealing with. But 
That being said, there is then what we refer to as visitations. Now, visitations is something completely different. The difference between a dream and a visitation is you can forget a dream. You'll probably wake up and go, well, that was weird. You know, and you might remember segments of it or little sort of snippets of the dream. And then somebody say to you, you mentioned this morning that you had this weird dream. And yeah, I had this really weird dream last night. Do you know, I can't remember what it was. And, and you know, uh, I can't remember what it was. So, and that's the thing. You will forget it because it's a dream. A visitation is far, far different. A visitation is the the area that you get to on a physical level. So there are three levels of consciousness. There is alpha, beta, and theta. Okay. Alpha is where we are now. We're very conscious. You're listening to me. You're understanding what I'm saying. You um, you understand and your mind is, is, well, which is theater of the mind. So as I'm speaking, your mind is creating a video as you're thinking about what I'm saying. And so you're Conscious subconscious and audio perception is all working together to create knowledge. All right. So alpha is that stage. Beta is the stage where you're starting to drift off. You're kind of like in that like stage. And that's a stage where you can get hypnotized. Okay, so the beta stage is where you can get hypnotized. Theta is when you are gone. And you are love gone. I cold. Fast asleep. That is where our friends and family can come in. And they can come in and connect to you. So, mediums and psychics, we work in um, the alpha beta range. Okay. So, the one, one, uh, see how energy works. When energy works in frequencies. Okay. So, basically, the our friends and family who are in spirit, they work at a very, very high, very high frequency. Very, very quick. And we are subsequently like a. That's how we act to them. So basically, what a medium has to do is we have to raise our frequencies and they have to lower theirs. And it's at the point where the two match is where data comes back and forth. That's basically, that's a very, very kind of rustic way of getting the data across to you, but that's roughly how it works. So. When you're in theta stage, you are completely asleep. So the, the vast majority of your brain has slowed right down and all of the basics that keep you alive are working. That's about it. So without all that extra mind noise, that is where our friends and family can connect into you. So they will then put into you a connection. And the, the dream that you get or the visitation itself you will remember every single aspect of that particular connection. All right. You'll remember where it was, what time it was, what was happening, what you were wearing, what they were wearing, what was going on around you, who was interactive in the foreground and the background, who the person was you were talking to, what you talked about. You'll remember every single aspect of that particular um, connection. I say connection because I don't like to call it a dream because it's called visitation. Um, now, they can use that to get very, very intense messages across to you. I mean, it was three of those before I actually was able to get a message directly from my mom. The first two I woke up out of the dream, out of the connection, and couldn't handle it. Yep, professional medium sits at the end of the bed and cries like a little girl. 
And that happened twice in a row while she was trying to connect to me. And then the third time it clicked because she came in from a different angle. First of all, I'd like to say um, a very good evening and welcome to Ward Van der Plaats. Uh, welcome, uh, Ward, lovely to see you. Hi, sir. Can I ask, um, just see, bring that on so I can see you better. Hello, sir. Can I ask if you can help me see where I astral travel to? It will help me a lot. Right. Well, it's not a matter of me teaching you about where you go. It's a matter of me teaching you how to um, control your astral traveling. Okay. It's more about controlling. And it's, it's, I would say, Ward, it's vitally important that you learn to control that because that's, that's an area that, um, can get out of control very very quickly and very very easily it's a very controlled um, thing to be able to, to, be, to be able to work on and, and it's really a matter of getting involved with say professional people around you where you live because I know you live over there in Europe so getting involved with people who literally work in that field so I would start doing some research into who around you, who near to where you live is um, is really focused on that area of, of meditation. So maybe um, getting involved with some um, Buddhist monks, I, I would really lean you towards that. So have a look around you, see if there's any Shaolin temples, any Buddhist monks, and go up to them and say, listen, I tend to astral travel, I can't control it. Um, I really need your help and they will show you how to do it no one believes me oh hey welcome to my world <laughs> welcome to my world my friend um, you can control it trust me you can control it it happens at random yep you might want to have a look here's, here's a really good thing to, to take on board so as I'm answering Ward's um, question it's not only just for Ward it's for all of you already Astral traveling is is very real. It's a very real thing, and it can be you can be trained to do it. Okay, um, it's never a good idea to do it on your own, and definitely don't do it when you're tired. Okay, um, and if you are going to astral travel, those who teach it professionally will always say to you, "Don't do it on your own. Do it in a group." Okay, so that you at least have one or two or three more people to bring you back. So. My advice, first of all, Ward, is it doesn't matter who doesn't believe you. That doesn't come into play. Whether they believe you or not, that is not even in the equation, okay? Because you believe it, and that's good enough, right? So you're not here to justify yourself to people who are not qualified to, tr to judge you. So I'll say that again. You are not here to justify yourself to people who are unqualified to judge you. Remember that. So, they allow me to hear, smell, and touch. Uh, my guides told me I need to train my hearing and feeling. You need to train, absolutely. And I would start you off with um, literally putting um, grounding. That's, it's, it feels to me that you're not grounded. But here's what I was gonna say. What I really like you to do is have a think back, um, get, a, get out uh, you know, a pen and some paper start making notes and look at variations of when you started to astral travel and start about before it happened when it happened 
how it happened and what happened after it and start writing down on each occasion what has happened before during and after and see if there's any correlations okay now i'm not saying this is the case please i'm just trying to say look look for reasons why so if you say well i had a particular brandy and every single time after that particular brandy i asked for travel there's your correlation like i said i'm not saying that's the case here it could well be there could well be a correlation that particularly kicks that area of your life into play or into high gear so look for a correlation of what happens and does it happen every single time so we look for that first but whilst you're looking for that i would train you to grind yourself that's absolutely paramount here and while i'd be training you to grind yourself i'd also be training you on a technique called psychic self-defense already i'd be training you in that as well right i'm about to say something that's about to blow a lot of people's minds okay it's, it's kind of you guys need to take some board I, I i'm very much a total believer that we are visited constantly by beings from different planets i i, I have absolutely 100 percent belief in that there's a lot of correlation between people who have been um i don't like to use the word abducted i mean there is not any other word for it but people who have been abducted and they believed that they were astral traveling because the concepts of astral traveling and how these people were abducted were very 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 similar so a lot of people who thought they were astral traveling were actually being abducted a lot of people who were being, thought they were being abducted were actually astral traveling so there is such a correlation between how people move from one point point a to point b that the simulations were so connected people were like oh my god was i was i abducted so before everybody jumps and goes oh my god i've you know been abducted no 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 have a look at where you are traveling so it's you know it's like what i said what i say a lot of times not everything that goes bump in the night is spiritual sometimes it's just a pipe follow me so have a look at what it is um that's that goes on around you that well that could well be affecting you in many many ways if it's like for example in ward's case if something particularly happens on a regular or semi-regular basis have a look at what might be causing that you know that specific napoleon brandy <laughs> if you have that little shall we call it a nightcap and then you go to bed boom you're on mars for a wee walk then you know it's the napoleon brandy um so my point being here is as much as i i love bringing comedy and humor into what i do because i, I should and everybody should um open your mind to possibility also open your mind to what might happen and what might not happen and take take things in that way All right so he says i'm just going to catch a button here there's a button that's clicking on, on to my left give me one second folks sorry about this Basically, what happened there is, like something unprofessional, was there was a button, a button just here that was partly pressed, and it, in other words, it wasn't on or off. It was flicking, so I just clicked. Sorry about that. 
very, very unprofessional pawn, you muppet. Uh, so, uh, yes, of course I go. So, um, come on, come and talk to me tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It's pretty wonderful to hear from you all. Uh, it's lovely to see Ronnie. Um, I haven't spoken to my lovely dearly pal Ronnie for quite some time. Um, tonight, I am. It's night, just gone midnight here in the UK. I don't know what time it is for you or in your part of the world. But you are listening to me on United Public Radio Network, and I'm coming to you live. Really, listen. Live on 105.3 and 107.7 FM from the beautiful New Orleans. Now, good afternoon or good early evening to you lovely people in the United States listening to me on Eastern Time and any other time throughout the United States. But it's a very, very late good evening to everybody here in the UK, 7 p.m. in the USA. Which part of the USA are you in? Um, coming up right after my show tonight, in, I'm followed by two princesses of the airwaves, the lovely uh, Amelia Pisano and Michelle de Rocher, and their show, The Outer Realm, I wholeheartedly advise you to link and watch it for that particular show. Of course, uh, we're coming up at the weekend, and my dear friends, uh, Roger and Faye, their show, This Mugs For You, it'll be coming live on Saturday. Make sure you, tr- you uh, link in for that one. And then I will be back on Monday the 23rd at 8 p.m. here in the UK, but 3 p.m., so it's a nice evening show, uh, or early, late afternoon, early evening show in the United States, and my, that's my show, Reach Across uh, Life. I'm coming to you from Pennsylvania. That's my southern accent coming out again. God knows where that's coming from. I really I apologize profusely on my knees for that terrible American accent. Um, so the difference between a dream and a visitation is by far chalk and cheese. And the visitation, you will remember everything about it. Okay? You remember all. Um, other connections um, that we tend to have is um, little little things like, and that's just, we've spoken about butterflies, but we can also have birds. Like I said, we also have different birds, but there's also sounds. For So our spirit family can affect pretty much anything. They can affect, um, like I've, I've known many, many times um, that people who have said, when I come back, I will, I'll, I'll use the doorbell. Yeah, door chimes. So the door chimes will go off, and that that'll go off, and because they said I'll affect the door chimes, so they do things like that. You will have birds. Um, uh, the connection between myself and my mom and dad is a robin. So wherever I am in the world, if I ever need um, connection. The robin tends to be the one who will show up and just sort of, if I'm sort of stuck trying to make a decision, I'm like, God, I'd love to, I'd love to bounce this off dad or I'd love to bounce this off mom. A robin will, will, you know, say, listen, make the best decision you can. We're behind you 100%. Nolene Grant Walker says, hiya, John, chilling here, lying in bed, listening to your words. Uh, It's Paul, by the way, but not John, but thank you so much, (laughs) Nolene. Uh, I'm so glad that you're lying in bed listening to my words. Um, um, I'm my tone a bit softer and a bit slower. In my <laughs> I always used to say, "Oh, um, 
Tina, is that you say I, I see ladybugs? Tina's going, I see ladybugs. Well, you can know that's a beautiful connection because ladybugs are very intelligent, by the way. Okay. Um, Nolene, um, I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm assuming you meant Paul. And just as I said that, up comes you. Sorry, Paul. Don't worry about it. Um, I wouldn't tell you off anyway. But thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Over here in the US, I'm from San Antonio, Texas, says Eva. Um, she's a, she's from the Panhandle. Um, I am a frustrated cowboy at heart. I, It's always been in my bucket list to go to the United States, specifically Texas, and to go to a ranch. You know one of these? You know the movie uh, City Slickers? I kind of want to do that. I really, really do. Um, I, I can imagine that being just a phenomenal vacation where you get on a horse and you drive cattle from one area to another and it takes about five days and you sleep out on the stars. Oh, God, sign me up for that. Um, when I eventually get back to touring um, and I tour in America, I hope we have some time in America for me to do something like that. So, um, let's get over to, because um, I can't believe we've already gone through an hour and ten minutes of the show. Wow. So, um, please put your questions to me. Um, questions are fantastic. Um, thank you so much for actually taking the time out to be here. I'm genuinely um, really grateful. And all of you people in the ward who put your questions to me so far, thank you. Uh, Faye says, I'll join you on the cattle drive. I would love to do that. Oh my God, would I love to do that. Another thing that my son and I said we would do is do Route 66 all the way from New York right down to the far side and do Route 66. Initially, we talked about doing it on motorcycles. Um, but I would be petrified him riding on a bike on his own. So... I said, let's let's scrap the motorcycle thing and we'll do it on a big uh, uh, on a big Winnebago or something like that. Um, let's go back to what tonight's show is all about. So you're listening to Paul Francis on Spirit Quest: The Journey of Life. Um, I created this show to talk about the the various aspects of our lives that affect us on both physical and metaphysical, spiritual. And growth and I'm a big believer in referring to our growth as, as personal okay because as you develop um, personally as you develop you develop physically you develop spiritually you develop spiritually you develop physically so that's why I've always referred to it as uh, personal development Jackie says Paul do you do readings I certainly do that's what I've been doing for 35 years yes uh, however, I don't do them on this, on this particular show. This show is all about discussing what it is affects us and affects our spiritual journey from A to B. A being born, B being we go home. Um, something that we nobody has mentioned. That was I always like to kind of leave. I don't want to lead you. I kind of like leave you to see if you're going to come up with what I've you know been discussing about and what I'm I've already got in my mind to discuss. But none of you have actually talked about physical presences in your homes or other places, for that matter. So 
physical presences come in, in different ways. They'll come in feelings. They'll come in apparitions. They'll come in um, um, sort of movement of different objects, movement of whatever objects. It doesn't really matter. Doors, windows, uh, drawers, tools, whatever. Keys is a very common one, by the way. Um, so they will let you know they're around by doing doing things. Um, like, for example, the reason why I shared my story about my ex-wife Sue and her mom was that was a physical presence. So they physically let themselves know that they're there. But there are other ways of being physical in presence uh, that can be, be quite frightening. And even though I'm a seasoned paranormal investigator, you, you still, you know, the hair in the back of your hands and arms and back of your neck tends to rise. Um, if a presence is around you, but <laughs> I don't believe that they go dee -dee 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 and sneak up on you. They don't have to. You can't see them. So they go, Foom, hi, hi, I'm here. And, you know, <laughs> Have you ever seen those uh, TikTok little videos where the guy is dressed in what looks like a bush and he's sitting in a bucket and people are walking along and then he, he just moves and he nearly jump out of his skin. Um, so that's not dissimilar to when you're doing paranormal investigations or even if you're not doing paranormal investigations, yet they want to let you know they're around. So they will just move, uh, they'll do something um, and you'll literally leave your skin behind um so physical presences can be both an amazing experience but also very frightening so it's probably a good area for us to talk about because there's a lot of misinformation with a lot of these paranormal investigation shows not all not all of the paranormal investigations are talking crap but quite a few are um there, there are rules and regulations in this world and there are rules and regulations in that world okay paul roger have you ever brought home an attachment uh yes yes i have um on one or two occasions where well you see i'm very very conscious about what i do and i'm very into psychic self-defense and i'm very into clearing and cleansing and breaking down of negative energy and so on and so forth um when i'm finished doing um whether you, you can bring home an attachment from doing an investigation, you can bring home an attachment from doing a one-to-one. -one. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be, a lot of people think, oh yeah, you're messing with the, uh, the occult, you're messing with the paranormal, you shouldn't be doing that, you'll bring home an attachment. Yeah, if you don't know what you're doing. But that doesn't necessarily have to be an investigation. You can bring home an attachment from attending a um, paranormal or a spiritual evening if you don't know what you're doing so when I used to host a lot of these churches these spiritual churches I would put a cleanse across everybody in in attendance I would do a prayer at the end of it thanking all of our friends and family who came to visit us night, that night uh, asking their assurance and the protection of the angels that they be left in peace to travel home safe I always put that at the end but um, when you do one-to-ones when you do group sessions when you do when I do theater shows when I do stage shows when I do whatever it is feasible that an energy will want to follow me home why because it can be quite honest 
because they say, wow, he can get through to my friends, my family, my brother, my sister, my aunt, my cousin, my wife, my husband. So I'm going to come with them until I'm trying to get them to get through for me. So they come home innocently with you. They don't come home necessarily to taunt you or haunt you. And But the people on these shows on TV will tell you, oh, my God, you've been followed home and you've been hitchhiked by a demon. Talking trash. It could well be just an energy who says, wow, you can connect for me and I'm going to follow you on. Alrighty. So here's let me just explain this to you in a, in a way that's that's really easy to put together. OK, first of all, let me just answer Jackie here. I feel someone visits me and puts things in strange places. Then weeks later, I find it. Jackie, that's very, very common. That's very common. But the person who's visiting you, I can tell you here now is a family member okay um the trickster of the family um it feels to me like a a, a grandfather or um an uncle somebody like that okay but like i say tonight's show isn't about reed so i'll just say to you that what you're talking about is does connect into our discussion tonight so i will say that to you but when they were trickster here and funny and happy and jolly they're going to be the same on the other side of life all right they don't change but they will mess around with you. But if you, for example, I mentioned keys earlier, and I said one of the main things they'll mess about with is your keys, and you're getting frustrated, just say to them, hey, listen, I have no time for this. Bring my keys back now, and you watch your keys turn up. So going back to what I've said, and right, let me give you an idea how this works. If I dropped you in the center of China, boom, you've just been parachuted in, to the center of China, no one for a hundred miles speaks English, and there you are. How in the heck am I going to get back to reality here? However, you hear one person who speaks a little bit of English. Are you going to carry on and try and muddle your way, or are you going to go to that person who speaks a little English and try and get your point across? Hello, ding 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 ding. What have we got for her, Johnny? You're going to go to the person who speaks a little English and say, hey, can you please send me to a, um, a a train station? Can you get me to a bus station? Can you get me to somewhere where I can get back to what I would refer to as my reality to, or my, you know, where I need to get to people who can help me? So you're going to go to that one person who speaks a little English in the hope that they, help, they can help you. Same thing with the spirits. If a spirit... If you're especially if you're hosting one-to-ones, you're hosting radio shows and, and paranormal shows, and they are going to go, my God, that guy can talk to us as well as them. I'm going to try and ask him to help me. Nobody in them paranormal shows ever bring that point up. Not one. And I'm sitting there sometimes. <laughs> my wife hates sitting beside me when I'm watching these because uh, it's like I I when I react watching these shows as you see guys watching football shows you know if you're watching football on tv you see the guys shouting and screaming at the the screen which is dumb because the people on the screen can't hear you but i go that's crap <laughs> my wife goes oh my god i hate watching these shows with you um and i'm like because i know what's real i know it's not real okay so i guess i do get a little bit carried away and nobody in any of these shows ever brings up the fact that they, this 
energy that's followed a person home might be just looking for help. That was that. So, on the occasion where I have had a little hitchhiker, they, I, I'm, I'm very, very calm because I know they can't hurt me. I know they can't. So, if this person's come home um, with me, I will then say something like this. I say, right, okay, I recognize you here. You shouldn't be here. However, let's, let's get you helped. And then I will call in my guides and I will say to my guide, Sean, Frank Chan, um, Blackwood, Guy, Margaret, Philip, I will say, guys, listen, please connect with this energy. Please take this person to where they should be. Okay? Take them back to their friends and family. Take them back to the light and help them get across to where they need to be. But if they want to connect with somebody here on the earth plane, then make that happen. I'll happily help them out. Not tonight, but make that happen. Okay, get their friends and family to call me and say you want a reading and bring them back and we'll make it happen. But for now, bring them back to their to the light, bring them back to their friends and family and spirit. Don't leave them here alone. So I'll do something like that. Um, but I set my house up in such a way that the doors and windows are generated with energy so they can't pass through them without my okay. That was that. People are going, can that be done? Duh, yeah. Um, read my book. Go and get your copy of The Safe Way by Paul Francis. Moi. You can order it from um, Amazon. You can order it from uh, Waterstones. You can order it from the, the easiest place is to go onto my website www.paulfrancis111.com and click the links to my books okay the fastest and cheapest way is click the um, there's a link on my website to my publishers and you can order your book directly from there and that way you don't have extra fees for people like amazon because they got to put their fees on top of it and you can get it there uh, i have archie's funeral booklet fall off my shelf when watching your show twice now says Lynn Archie letting you know he's around and my darling face is I highly recommend the safe way she's such a darling I've heard her refer to it as the bible mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to get myself in trouble for that I'm actually I, I've never I suppose I haven't really had the opportunity to sit down with you guys for some time I wondered how you got on with the little book of quick wisdom um I'm very proud of that book because it's uh, it's designed uh, to help people in the moment. It's not, well, yeah, of course you can read it front to back, it's your call, it's your book, but it's designed to like pull your mind out of what you're trying to deal with at that moment, retrain your mind so you can go back to the problem with a fresh perspective. So the little book of quick wisdom, that's available for you to purchase as well. And coming out later this year, um, I don't have a date yet, so I'm not going to say, oh, it's going to be out at such and such and such a time. I won't say that because it'll be ready when I feel it's ready. And at the minute, it's not ready because I don't, it feels jagged to me and I want it to feel smooth. Um, so when you are uh, connected and, you, you know, if you go to something as simple as visiting a graveyard, you know, go and visit a person's grave. It is possible for an energy to follow you back home as well. But once again, just because they follow you home doesn't mean that they're negative and all of that. They could be just someone who's lost and needs a bit of help. Um, my husband, uh, Brenda, 
Brenda, first of all, Brenda, hi. Lovely to see you. Brenda Murray says, why? And once again, I'm going to bring that up on the screen so everybody else can see it. Why would my husband bring me fish in a meditation connection? Right, well, multiples of reasons, really, Brenda. Um, first of all, look at what the fish, what type of fish it was. That's important. Alrighty. Um, the Little Book of Quick Wisdom is by our bed. I'm sure Roger's finding that brilliant. Um, <laughs> um, a little bit of wisdom is very well. That makes me feel very good because I was kind of hoping, like, you know, you'd like that book as well. So, Brenda, first of all, look at what type of fish it is. That's that's important, okay? What type of fish? But more importantly, it's most likely connecting you to a memory. That's very likely what he's trying to draw is draw your attention to a memory maybe you guys went fishing at one point or maybe you were on vacation uh, or on holiday and you something to do with fishing something to do in particular maybe a fishing port um you know something the fish will connect you to a memory most likely um it could well be something as simple as connecting you to um pisces the star sign of pisces which i am so it could very well be connecting you to that um but that would be a reason why he would bring something that profound to you, by the way. But more importantly, thank you for sharing that, the fact that he brought that to you in a meditation connection. So, um, and the very fact that you're able to connect with him, that is brilliant. Thank you, Brenda, for sharing that. That is awesome. Because if Brenda's able to do it, that means you're able to do it, okay? So this is the whole reason for putting this show together, to teach everybody and show you that you don't need mediums. I mean, yes, come to mediums to sort of maybe understand, like Brenda, uh, why would my husband bring me a fish in meditation? There you go. Um, I mean, there is also the, the, the concept of uh, what a fish does for you, um, what, what fish does for you uh, health-wise, Brenda, as well. It could be something to do with Omega, you know, it could be something that simple as that. But my feelings, my my energies as we're sitting talking, it really is connecting to a memory. That's that's what that is. It feels to me memory wise. Um, I want to say that to you. Um, I'm hoping and praying that you guys are sharing the show. Are you enjoying the show? That's important. Are you sitting there and are you enjoying what we're doing tonight? Is the show bringing you any kind of help in any kind of way is there anything i can do to make the show a little bit more exciting um i i hope you're enjoying it I, i'm enjoying most of it and um well is there anything i can do to make the show a little bit more um you know is it, is, is it all right are you enjoying it are you bored uh <laughs> um so don't forget um Next Monday night, um, on the 23rd, that is, I'll be here at 8 p.m. UK time and 3 p.m. Uh, Eastern. We'll reach across, and that is where I do all the readings. Okay, so do come back for readings that night, and we do the cards, etc. Uh, Tina says, Yes, I'm enjoying your show. Shut up and get on with it. Okay. Um, Jackie says, Paul, my house is at the end of a graveyard. I just want to bring that up. Paul, my house is at the end of a graveyard and my house feels it's got bad energy. Uh, apart from white sage, is there anything I can clear? First of all, Jackie, you really need to understand what it is that you think is bad energy. 
um, you have you ever heard of the word poltergeist? Okay, well, it's actually German, and it's actually two words, not one. Even though it's written out in the movie as one word, uh, it's not. It's two: polter and geist. Polter means unsettled, and geist meaning ghost, unsettled ghost or unsettled spirit. Now, if an energy has been working its butt off to try and get through to you, and you guys aren't making the connection and you're simply just ignoring it sooner or later you're just going to get fed up and you start banging things it's like you know you walk into a room and everybody's ignoring you and nobody's talking to you and then people start talking about you you're going to get a little bit hacked off you're going to become bolter unsettled so again it's a very misconstrued um, concept that all spirits are negative because they get a wee bit fed up. Not true at all. So it's more of a, a realism to find out what it is that, um, why you think it's negative. I don't feel negative energies around you for a start. Number two is, um, if you think about it, uh, graveyards are consecrated grounds. Okay, So they are protected by the rule of God, by the, the law of the heavenly hosts. The angels, it's all protected. Okay, so energies are, that tend to be connected to graveyards don't tend to be negative, right? So um, it's really figure out why why you think you have negative energy. Secondly, of all, you're doing everything right. You are if you are using um, white sage, right? Okay. Um, it's right. Okay, let Okay, the, the shows shifting its pace from from what it, what it was to what i want in fact i actually have a show planned and um, how to break down energy and how to deal with energy that's planned that's coming up in a few weeks time but tonight is more about what how the connections are it's all about understanding what a physical presence is and how the apparitions and feelings and so on and so forth but just to help jackie out on this particular occasion you can have all the sage in the world but if you're not doing what you think you're doing right, then it won't work. As simple as that. You just as well be waving around a cigarette. Okay. Um, to clear an energy down, you have to do it correctly. You have to do it with absolute conviction and do it properly. And in relation to um, it being a as 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 focused as a mass, really. Okay. So you need to be doing, doing in the right stages as well. Now here's the big thing. Think of it like having uh, furniture in a, in a room, okay? So just think of the couch being negative energy. Now you take the couch out, you get rid of it, and it's gone. There's a huge space in your living room now. So what do you do? If you don't fill that space up again, it's going to get filled up with something else. So a lot of people think they go on about and they've got the swing around white sage and they go get out of my house and that's it. Mm, nah, that's not how it works. It takes a lot more focus and a lot more work. Okay, and you can walk around a house and do a full cleanse um, properly and still not have done it completely. You may have to cleanse two, three, four, five times. It may take that amount of time before you cleanse a, a house properly because if 
an energy that doesn't want to leave and you walk into say for example your dining room and you start cleansing well that energy is going to move to another room you see it's not going to sit there and go well i'll wait here to be hit by a big pile of smoke and kicked out the window they're intelligent okay so they'll move to another room so there's a lot more it's a lot more complex than just going around waving a white stage stick and saying um, i want you to uh, get out that's not how it works it really really is a lot more focused to go on but i'm not being demeaning i'm not being um pedantic i'm just saying just think about how what you would do but um if you if you do it right if you cleanse a room and fill the room with white light alone divine protection i put protection in there i i always put angels in every corner and at the window of the room and in the doorway and do not let any energies in here it shouldn't be here and you go around the house and you do it two or three times very likely everything's going to go i do sit in circle um jackie says um feeling strained all the time nothing goes right then you're not sitting in the right circle that's kind of low that one you're not sitting in the right circle jackie if you, you, you the circle that you sit in properly should feel like you can't wait to get to it next week that's how it should be already and also could very well mean that you're not with the right teacher not all teachers doesn't mean that teacher's bad just means that you're not person's energies don't link simple as that i knew i had the right teacher when that teacher said to me is i will teach you everything you need to know everything you need to know but not everything i teach you will sit with you once she said that i knew i was with the right person so she wasn't sitting there and trying to cram things down my neck and go, this is the way it's going to be. Like I have seen so-called TV medias, and I'm saying that in brackets, and I'm not talking about Colin, and I'm not talking about Tony, and I'm not talking about Derek. So we see another TV, TV medium saying, my way is the right way. Bollocks. It isn't. Um, that's the difference about people. Every single individual person will be an individual and different medium uh it was brought to our attention during our show last night by one of our viewers that they see a woman with brown curly hair around this and she was protecting us and that's not bad energy and that's coming from my darling faith that's amazing that's great that that person's able to see you uh she was protecting you um so it's not bad energy so it's great to see somebody that, that somebody else is out there has uh has linked in and seen that for you that's cool in fact pretty good um am i connected into who that person is no um i would suggest you guys have a look at who's in because your house is different is what i'm feeling it's different um your house is different now to what it was okay something about that i'm being told nope sorry the circle is a great i chair in church it's just the house my teacher is great there you go okay i'm just giving you options jackie not saying in to you this is how it is my word is law just options okay um where is your church by the way that's an interesting question um where parts is your church um lynn says you're a brilliant teacher and mentor yourself thank you very much that's i believe one of my teachers said to me we collect the information and it's our duty to set to share it all we are at 32 minutes past midnight here in the united kingdom 
and I don't know what time it is with you guys in the United States or Australia or Europe or um, New Zealand or wherever you're listening to me tonight. Um, but welcome to the show and it's coming to you from the United Public Radio Network, 105.3 and 107.7 FM from New Orleans. Uh, I'm from Smithy Kilowitz, Midlands, uh, I used to do a lot of work in the Midlands and, and Birmingham and all around that area. Um, the next show uh, will be Reach Cross Live and that'll be next Monday night and that's 8pm UK time. 3 p.m. in the afternoon for you guys in Eastern. Then, of course, followed by the following Thursday, the Thursday 26th, Spirit Quest returns. Uh, one of the, um, the wonderful accents. Uh, I used to um, form in a band, and the three members of my band were all from the Midlands. So, uh, thank you for tonight's show. We're not done yet, Julie, but thank you for being here. I do hope you guys are sharing, by the way. Share the show. Get it out there. Share it with your friends and family and invite as many people as you can. So the best place to share it is not only with your friends and family, but in your groups. Your groups. Now, Jackie, I expect you to be telling everybody in your congregation to get their butts down to Monday night. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, uh, Chakra Spirit Tarot, uh, something about West Africa. I'm clearly not that good because you have to um, jump in on my show and be an idiot. So you're now blocked. And please feel free to um, report that idiot to Facebook and get rid of him. So um, I don't understand that. You know, the rest of us have to work hard to get to where we are. And in jumps a moron like Chakra Spirit. I mean, Chakra Spirit. Paul, you should be more open and more loving. No, I shouldn't. Uh, because these people aren't mediums and they're not psychics. They're rip-off merchants and thieves. So, um, don't forget tonight, though, ladies and gentlemen, if you're still quite well aware, that, wide awake and you're thinking, oh, wait, what else? Coming up after my show tonight is a show called The Outer Realm, and that is hosted by my darling friends, Amelia Passano. Lovely Italian and Michelle de Rocher. She sounds very movie star. She is actually. She's a movie star. She's a rock star as well. They are um, phenomenal people, and a huge thank you to Joe and the team for having me on the United Public Radio Network. It is a great pleasure to be here. Um, have you guys got any more questions? Please, please, please share, share the show, and share your questions with me so I may help you. And everybody else connected to you. Let's talk a little bit more about physical presences. So, you ever walked into a room and you think, oh, I got a feeling I'm being watched? Hello, physical presence. Um, and I'll be watching you tonight whilst you be. No, that's not true. <laughs> they don't. Um, like I said, there are rules and regulations here, and there's rules and regulations over there. Okay? So, um, they tend to let you know around you by affecting your aura. Uh, so that's the auric field, the auric energy that's around you. Um, they tend to affect that and you get a feeling that you're being watched or you get a feeling there's somebody in the room with you. So that's affecting you in a metaphysical way. Um, that is one of the ways that they can do that. 
So while they're affecting you orically or energetically, they will they will very often countermand that with a smell, sound, or even a word. What when you get here somebody whispering to you, they know that's gonna scare you. So they kind of don't do it that often because it's not very pleasant seeing somebody jump right through a top window. Um so whispering in your ear and doing all that malarkey is um, not something they do very commonly but they will do their best to let you know they're around you um, it also I, I like to sort of try and teach people the truth over fiction so when you're watching these te oh, it me nuts and this is where I'm roaring and screaming at TV when you get these idiots who go on paranormal investigations on TV shows and they go, let me know you're here, let me know you're here. And then they scream when somebody goes, hi. And they start running down the road crying, oh, my God, I feel sick. I'm like, oh, that thing, that thing whispered in my ear. I might remind you, like, only five minutes earlier, you said, let me know you're here. And taunting them. I, hate, I really despise when you get these TV shows. Um, I, used to, I used to be an avid watcher of Zach Baggins. Avid the pits when he started taunting spirit and I just thought yeah you've, you've no respect you've, well you've lost my respect you have no respect for those who have crossed over you have no respect for the fact that you're entering into their homes and you start taunting them you ignorant git um, anything bad happens to you is because you're taunting and you're bringing it on yourself if you treat spirit with absolute total respect they will do exactly the same for you. Now, you've also got to remember that if you were trying to make contact with your mom and dad, who or your loving parents who are in spirit, and you start taunting them, do you think they want to talk to you? The answer is no. Now, finally, the last part of what I want to talk about tonight is um, how we can uh, how how we see them. Okay. Is a spirit going to appear in front of you? Not likely. Not likely because they, um, you, it, it would just, your, your senses and your brain just wouldn't be able to handle it. Okay, you just likely pass out. So they're very, you'll very often catch them in the peripheral vision. You'll very often catch a shape or a movement and that's something just enough to get your attention um it's it's rare most most people who see apparitions of loved ones is usually just after the moment that they pass in okay they will see somebody sitting in a chair or smiling or standing waving at them or something but it's usually just after the moment of passing um but a great percentage of us tend to catch things in our peripheral visions okay so you'll catch movement of shapes and um, going back to and the lovely face and every once in a while I smell the smell of a cigarette smoke and that's my dad visiting perfect that's a great connection and she also agrees that um, about certain paranormal hunter paranormal investigators hunters it makes no sense why they taunt spirit I, I don't get it but you know I, I really you know the black figures, okay, what they don't explain anything to anybody. They're so locked into the theater of it all. 
the theatrics of it all that they don't explain that it takes an amazing it, oh my god people do not get how much energy it takes to be even there in the first place okay how much energy it takes to create any kind of visual reference you have absolutely no clue so when you see all of the batteries being sapped they don't do that to taunt you they do that because they're trying to use the energy that's available to them so when they appear just as a black shape or figure that's because that's all they can muster at that particular time okay it doesn't mean they're negative it doesn't mean the dark energies it doesn't mean they're evil and uh, there's so much wrong or misinformation out there that it really gets me down so without starting to open the window and jump off the, the, the first floor just stand your ground uh, just stand your ground as, as you would any intruder Alrighty, you have the upper hand because you have physicality over spiritual the only thing they have over you is fear that's it once you've established that you have physical presence you have energy you have strength over mind over matter you know that's basically the the concept there so when you say right hey listen i understand you're here however i don't like what you're doing i don't i don't appreciate the fact you're scaring me or my family and that's something i'm not going to put up with okay very often when you set grind rules those grind rules are adhered to because the spirit energies around you are so grateful that you've acknowledged them in the first place that's literally what they were trying to get all the way along okay and sometimes yes there are sort of concepts and scenarios where spirit energies haven't made that transition okay and they're not too sure about what's going on so on, on the other occasion where i've sat down with them and said listen you shouldn't really be here here's what you missed out on here's what you could have done however if you go with your friends and family into the light and everything will be cool you'll be able to come back here and visit anytime you want every time i've done that peace has fallen over the property that i've i've asked not to attend to and what i've told the spirit energies that they can come back and visit any time i'm not talking about our clock time at two o'clock in the morning three o'clock in the morning that i'm talking about time the 1960s 70s 80s 90s whatever once they figured that out everything a, a, a very very often a big layer of peace and tranquility befalls across the particular property i visited my friend took a picture of the mirror and you can see her former husband like a negative Be interesting to see that one jackie actually um so it's amazing how we have literally almost come to the end of the show i hope you've enjoyed the show um i hope you have um you look forward to the next one as i am that'll be monday night and it will be monday the 23rd at 8 p.m uk time so it'll be a, a, a far more <laughs> understanding time so um that'll be 3 p.m eastern by the way i'm not too sure for all of you guys who you're in the eastern time zone then that's cool but for all of you guys like my darling friends uh Faye and roger i don't know what time that is for you guys but um please do come and join me monday night where i actually do live reads yes real-time live reads 
four people. I do cards and I do Q and A. Q and A is the best way. Um, it, so there you go. T, it's two p.m. Central Time, three p.m. Eastern. Um, one of the things is that one of the best ways of not getting a reading on my Reach Across show is say, "Have you got anything for me?" That makes me just bypass you on to the next person. Um, if you haven't got it in you just to say, "Hey, listen, I'd really like to know this." When you're creating energy, you create energy by asking questions. That energy works so much for your time, for your um, benefit, that it creates um, your question creates an energy for me. I start following that energy up by answering the question, and very often I'm able to link in with one of your friends and family. So please don't turn up on my show going to do anything for me because the answer will be no. Um, faces 2 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Oh, there you go. Um, well, my show is 3 p.m. Eastern Time here. Faye, are you teasing me? Hey, Faye, are you teasing me right now? That's Roger's version of an Irish accent. Uh, we are at the end of the show. Um, it's been a great privilege to be here. I hope that you guys have enjoyed the show. I hope you guys continue to share the show. Please, please, please um, be an avid supporter of the United Public Radio Network. And uh, are you in the UK, says Jackie? Yes, I am. I'm in Cornwall. Um, I'm coming to you live at 105.3 and 107.7 FM from the beautiful New Orleans. And so will the Outer Realm, hosted by Michelle de Roche and Amelia Pisano, coming up after this show tonight. Uh, look after yourselves, be safe, communicate, communicate, appreciate everybody in your life, then validate that by telling them, hey, you mean a lot to me, thank you, you know. Um, we never go to sleep in an argument in our house, ever. We don't go to sleep without telling each other we love each other, we don't ever part without telling each other we love each other. And We've made that such a habit in our house that every member of our family does that. My daughter, my youngest daughter, who's nearly 16, won't go to bed without giving us a hug and a kiss and telling us she loves us. And she's a 15-stroke 16-year-old. Um, I find, and when people, when I've been interviewed on different radio shows, they said, they've often said to me, um, what's your greatest achievement? They're very often thinking about my books or my stage shows or my TV appearances and things about that. I know that would be mean, but that's not my answer. What's your greatest achievement? My greatest achievement is my kids being able to tell me that they love me. That's my greatest achievement. My greatest achievement is in me being able to do what I can to help as many people as I can. That's my greatest achievement. My greatest achievement, having been able to do something good during my time on this earth. There you go. Don't forget, tell all of those people that that you know how much that you, you how much they're important to you and how much you love them. But don't forget to tell the people who may need that in your family as well. There may be somebody in your family who hasn't heard from anybody for quite some time. A phone call, a Facebook message, anything just to say, hey, just wanted to let you know I was thinking about you. 
you know, that could be just Christmas for that person. Give it a go. What have you got to lose? Are you coming to Birmingham anytime soon? No plans for tours as yet, Jackie, as we're um, getting ready to move house. And once that's all done and the new offices are all up and done, then there will be, we'll be looking at tours. Um, I'm supposed to do a 10 day tour in the United States, but that's waiting on that to come up as well. Anyway, listen, have a great evening, great day. Um, have a lot of fun. Don't forget Roger and Faye's show this coming Saturday. Don't forget right after this show tonight, you've got The Outer Realm with Michelle and Amelia. And I will see y'all, to use another American, uh, a terrible American accent, I might not. I will see y'all Monday, and I will be here at 8 p.m. Make sure you come and join me then. Until then, good night. God bless. Stay safe.